name is Twyla Ellis, Certified Life Coach with the emphasis on positive psychology. I want to thank you for listening to the Trophy of Grace podcast. Our focus is to help as many people as possible learn that there is more to life than you know. Trophy of Grace is a book that came out of my own personal life experiences filled with trauma, abuse, shame, and bondage, and so much more. If you would like to know more, you can purchase the book on Amazon, www.amazon.com, or Nook, Barnes & Noble, ebook. As a victim of sexual abuse, I also have a website that if you need to schedule a one-on-one -on -one session, you can reach me at twilaellis.net, twilaellis.net. And we can set up a one-on-one -on -one session to allow you to possibly achieve some individual goals. This is the third podcast where I have asked three beautiful ladies to come and ask me one question. As a life coach, this will be an inside look on my life coaching sessions. I have already gathered the three questions to save on time. Here they, here they are. Number one. Laura Canova question is how can she believe in who God made her to be? Number two, Erica Foster. How do I give myself self-care, self-love when I am sandwiched between my ailing parents and my two grown sons? Three, Shay Green. How does one work through those intimate moments in a romantic relationship after experiencing trauma in that particular area? We're gonna start with Laura's question. And I'm just gonna throw it out there that as a coach, I am here to coach, not necessarily give diagnosis. I am a spiritual counselor as well because I have 10 years of counseling, spiritual counseling, in the prison system. So I can incorporate that as well. But when we answer your question, Laura, I'm gonna answer from a perspective of coaching and I will, when, when led, answer with spiritual counseling as well. Okay, so, thank you. And, and basically your question, I wanna make sure I understand it too. So I am gonna ask you to kind of um, go back and forth with me. When you say believe in who God made you to be, Mm -hmm. That is totally a spiritual question. And of course, like I said, I mean, I didn't say it earlier. I am working on my LPC and my license to, for counseling as well. Uh, that's in the works. But currently, we're just going to stick to spiritual counseling. And I want to say this, that as a life coach, as a life coach and a counselor, Tell me your goals. I just got, I'm sorry, everyone. I just got interrupted. Tell me your goals. What are your goals and when it comes to coaching? I mean, um, when you talk, when you think about what you want to learn and what you want to know and the, the, when you say believe in what God made you to be, what's your biggest obstacle? What's your, go what's your biggest obstacle? Self-doubt, I believe, and 
I may have had glimpses of things that I am to do, like for my purpose, but I don't really have a clear vision for it. And it's hard for me to really believe in what I can possibly imagine sometimes. So that's it's self-doubt more than anything, I think. Okay, let me say this. Doubt, when we talk about the word of God, I'm not going to just go common, but I'm just going to refer like you you, uh, you've been on the podcast several times, so you know I've already said to you that the Word of God is authority, and I go to the Word yes. for my answers to my life, period. Mm-hmm. And for when in this, based on what you just said, your you know, believing in your identity, they do work hand in hand, but I would say, how does this sound? Not to focus so much on what you don't need, but but fill yourself up with the word that's alive and active and spend time learning about him. Spend time learning about your heavenly father and about God through prayer and reading, meditation, being around like-minded believers who really believe in the word of God Mm -hmm. and allow yourself to overcome and immerse in his love to the point where It'll push out the doubt. You don't have to focus on, I don't believe this and I don't believe that. Mm -hmm. Look at this. It's not you don't have enough faith. It's that your doubt is emanating the faith. So you just have to overshadow that doubt with the love. And let me give you a practical example because the the Word of God, this is spiritual counseling right here. The Word of God talks about, um, he talks about us his love and he talks about talks about how we are to seek him and Romans 12 don't conform to this world's well thing but be transformed by a renewing of your mind mm. that being said he said then you'll see the perfect will and the, his will and plan for you in Romans 12 okay so that's kind of the answer you'll see transform the way you think and and okay. like I said engulf I mean, so just immerse yourself in the word of God and his love. And what I was about to say, a physical example of that is like, I I love me some Janet Jackson. Mm-hmm. That's just that. Mm-hmm. But, and I had, I say that because I had so much uh, information about Janet mm-hmm. Jackson. We're around the same age. We, I just, you know, I just love the way she played Penny, you know, and I felt so sorry for her because I was going through abuse too at that time. Mm-hmm. So that's not, now I know in hindsight, that's why I related yeah. to her because of her character. Wow. And, but you couldn't have told me I didn't know Janet Jackson. <laughs> <How> funny. <laughs> <laughs> On a personal level, right? <laughs> that's, that's the key on a personal level. I knew about Janet Jackson, but I didn't know Janet Jackson. I only knew about her. Well, like I said once before, God gives us natural things to help us understand spiritual things. And that's how it is with with God and our Heavenly Father. We got to get out of that area of knowing about him and learn to know him. And the only way you can know him is through obedience and spending time with him and talking to him 
just like he is. He's real. He does. The spiritual realm is more real, excuse my English, more realer than the natural realm. Everything happens spiritually first. So it's like just spend time and just open your heart because it's an individual journey. I can't tell you your journey. I can't tell you how to, you know, in details right. how to do it because you know how do you, God has already put it in your heart. For you to even ask a question like that, you're on the right path to okay. me. That's really. good to know. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just just keep going in that direction. And when you come to crossroads of um, negative things, good or evil, whatever, you just ask for help and choose good mm-hmm. and allow God to help you. The hope we have the helper. He's called a helper. The Holy Spirit is real. We have help now. Mm-hmm. Unlike before Jesus died. And like I said, I'm not going to start preaching, but before Jesus died, <laughs> they didn't have the Holy Ghost in them. It was on them and around them. Mm-hmm. But now we have the Holy Spirit in us. Nice. So what, what type of goal would you set based on what you just heard? For me to take action consistently and even if it's small steps, just just take those small steps but on a consistent basis and I think that would help me a lot in the journey, sounds like. <laughs> it would. And what reality, what, say for instance, um, let me think, I will say this. What would be the barriers that will keep you from doing that? Lack of faith, lack of communicating with the Holy Spirit, reaching out, asking for guidance and help. I think if I don't continue that, then I think that impact my taking action. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that's an action you would take. Very good. Okay. And Thank what you. options do you have? What options do you what options do you have or have thought about that could help you work through that process? I guess you read or or listen a lot to the audios, you know, with biblical teachings and stuff. I listen to that. So but I think I should read more. I used to read more, and I've gotten away from that. And I think if I read it, I, I tend to highlight and take notes. And and sometimes words jump out at you. You know what I mean? Messages jump out at you versus just listening. I think that would help. Perfect. 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 I don't know how much time we have. That's perfect. Thank you so um, much. You, guys, you, have seven more guiding. you have seven more minutes. <laughs> Is there anything else that, I can, that you would like to some clarity on because sometimes I get I start one subject and kind of deviate and get but is there anything that I said you would like a little bit more clarity on because like I said from a spiritual perspective which that is a totally spiritual question um, it's a personal relationship and like I said for you, it's, it's God ordained for you to even be on here and consistently and have that heart that desire that come from God and he loves you so much that 
the need you before you even even though he does want us to ask because there are several scriptures that talk about at praying and asking. Not not I don't want to sound like you don't have to pray and ask because you do because uh, when you read Colossians one, I had wrote some down actually. Romans twelve twelve. I'm gonna give you these. Colossians one and two. Second Corinthians one eleven. And James 5, 14 through 16. Thank you. Read those in their entirety, but they all those talk about praying. And praying is the number one thing that needs to be done. Because as humans, spirit beings and bodies in this earth, that's how things get done in this earth. is through praying and communicating with God. And you have to know how. Mm. Praying under a new covenant. Not praying for things that's already done. We'll talk about that more. I'll send you a little mm-hmm. frowning face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, but with that being said, um, I'm getting my cue from my producer. I have five minutes on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, go ahead. I, what if? prayers before have not been answered and I'm hurt by that and I harbor some resentment by that and anger also and how do I believe in prayer now you know what I mean that's a that's, that's actually a question hard yeah, and I, I, I want to give me give me seven minutes instead of five that's a, I'm gonna do this as fast as possible that's an excellent question well, Laura, let me ask you this first. Do you believe God can lie? I don't think so. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> no, the more you get to know him, you'll know emphatically that he cannot lie because he's a spirit of love, mm-hmm. period. It's not in him. He don't have it on him. It's, he is love. So he cannot lie. The problem is not with God. The problem, the, the, the situation, I don't want to say problem, I don't want to make it sound like you did, but the situation, God is not the problem. The issue mm-hmm. is either the prayer was, what's, what's the scripture where God talks about when you're praying in a miss? I'm going to have my producer send it to you. When you pray in a miss, if you pray, God, there's some it's some boundaries and guidelines that that some prayers won't be answered, and you have to understand they have to be in God's will. And if you're mm. praying for a reason or in a manner that's not conducive to the system that God has already established in the earth realm, and with Him, mm. and as a believer through the power of the Holy Spirit, then there might be some discrepancy, or you might be like Daniel. When it's James four three, read James four three, or it could be like uh, Daniel when 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 one of the angels told him he said I I heard God uh, disperse me when your prayer was first asked, but it was an angel that uh, held me up in the spiritual realm. It was a it was a, a evil force stopped me from answering the prayer. Wow, it could be either one of those or something else you know i don't have all the answers like i said mm-hmm. I have 
my training does not I'm not training up no everything. I don't know everything, but just to answer your question, those are some things that were brought to me and what I heard when you asked that question. Thank so you. So read that and allow the whole and talk to the Holy Spirit. Talk. Say, God, I don't know. Why come you didn't answer my prayer? Laura, just as sure as we talking on this podcast on what's the day? Tuesday, August or something. Eighteenth. Eighteenth. He will answer you. I can yell too, right? Yes, you can. I can yell. Okay. <laughs> yes. I will be. I will be. And then read Daniel 10, 13, too. And then that. Daniel 10, 13? Yes, ma'am. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. And I believe, Erica. Yes. Let's, let's make sure what your question was again. Let me reread it. Well, you want to say it to me? Um, my question was, I'm just kind of paraphrasing. I'm in the sandwich generation, and it's just like, you know, I'm new here in Arizona. I have my children in their early 20s, my aging, ailing parents in their 70s, late. Mm. Um, I, came, I, my, I came up here to assist my parents they asked me to move here and my heart was truly in the right place um on top of that we have an uncle he's so precious he's the eldest uncle in the family he's 87 and he and that he's the last of that generation mm -hmm. of 11 the rest of them gone to be with mm -hmm. the lord so he's also in the home with my parents and they've been taking care of him seven years. He has mm -hmm. dementia. So all of that that I told you is what brought me to Arizona, my family and wanting to assist. Now, Twyla, <laughs> when I made this decision, I failed to consider all that that would encompass. Um, I just wanted to go and help my family, help my mom. She's calling me every day. She's complaining. She's tired. You know, it's too much on her. Mm. And I get here and all the old stuff from my childhood mm. resurfaced, unresolved issues, hurt, pain, um, a lot to be very transparent with my father. I would say more um, emotional neglect, abuse. I'm not, you know, sure. More in that realm, alcoholism, background, many years. Now, the Lord delivered my father from the taste of alcohol about seven years ago and cigarettes, cold turkey, gone. Mm -hmm. However, those issues that hurt some conversations, some misunderstandings triggered some things inside of me. So I didn't, I just wanted to come up here, let me help my parents. I, I didn't, there's no way you can plan for all that, but I know it happened for a reason. So my question was, let me get back to the question is, how do I, in the midst of all of this happening, all of this that I didn't plan for, didn't even think about, I guess I was just kind of linear in my thinking, um, take care of me, take care of myself, because it's really taken an emotional 
toll on me. At, at home in Tulsa, I had my little career. I had my adult children, and life was pretty simple. And I thought, you know, I look a lot of being up here now. I'm just like I, I'm I'm angry because just to be quite honest, because I kept I keep thinking about now that I got myself into this and you know I'm thinking I didn't plan well what did I do my intentions my heart was in the right place um I I recently I felt kind of unwelcomed um hurt um unappreciated <laughs> like I told my mom I gave up my whole life you asked me to come here and I came here and I had things going on in Tulsa but I know God brought me here for a reason and some of those reasons are being revealed you know recently like within the past two weeks some of the gifts that I have you know um, I've been able to help a family uh, with my hospice background and just what God has given me to be able to do that kind of work. I take no credit <laughs> for that. Yeah. But it's like, how do I take care of myself in the midst of all of this? How do I get past the hurt feelings, the anger? I I'm probably asking too much, Twyla. I'm sorry. Let me. I'm, I'm, kind of... You see, I'm looking down. I'm making notes. I'm <laughs> okay. Um, best to answer as much as I can. But, but yeah. You, um this this doesn't have to be the last time we talk though so yes that's what i was kind of thinking in my head but yeah mm -hmm. it's um me trying to ground myself find me again uh here in arizona and uh take care of me you know um Because you, I've really, I've lost myself. And just be quite honest. You know what? Let me ask you a question. When you, did you pray about going up there? I'm going to be very honest with you, Twyla. Once I got here, I realized that I did not stop and ask, was this what God wanted me to do? And it was after I got here, I said, Erica, you always pray about everything. I kept thinking about what my mother wanted me to do. And I have a habit of all my life trying to please her and make her happy. Um, I'm a single lady. I've never been married. So it's nothing really to discuss. I can just get up and go. You know what I mean? But I didn't discuss it with God. And a lot of things came up that we don't have time for in this podcast, and you and I can talk later. Okay. That reminded me, girl, you didn't ask the Lord about this. You didn't ask his permission. You just got up on your own and your self, and you didn't consult him. You were just thinking about what your mom wanted. And let me tell you, it took <laughs> my 99-year-old grandmother. She didn't tell me, like during that time because she probably knew that I wouldn't have received it mm -hmm. but she had a word of knowledge you know that's what them old time yeah. Christians say yeah, that this was true. she said she had a word of knowledge that it wasn't gonna work and I thought grandma I wish you would have told me but she probably knew that at that time I wouldn't have received it right because my mind frame was like 
let me get to my mom. You know, I'm afraid something's going to happen to her. She's trying to take care of my dad, my uncle. Their health is failing. And keep in mind, my brother moved up here in December, and he was doing everything he could to try to help. But it's not like your daughter, <laughs> you know. Okay, you okay. Know? So, you know what, Erica? This, yes, this is one thing I'm going to say. <laughs> Forget about you didn't ask, but that's a, yes. let's say that's a lesson learned, right? <clears throat> okay, now let's move past that. God is a redeemer. God is a restorer. God is, he's like what the devil intend for bad. God will make it good. He's a restoration yes. God. He's, a, he's all knowing, all loving, full of grace and mercy. Yes. With that being said, his ways are different than ours. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Based on some of the things you just named off, he does things and allows things in spite of something that we don't do in line, whatever, because God is full of great. We can't put him in a box mm -hmm. and say, just because you didn't do this this way. And he said, then this going to happen to you. No, I'm not going to go that route. I'm going to say this. You learned a valuable lesson and you needed to deal with some of those triggers that you have. So you mm -hmm. weren't dealing with those. You, you had to be mm -hmm. put in this situation to get healed. Have you asked God to heal you? If you have you had that cross your mind that you want to be healed, that you want to be delivered from some things that could not have happened unless you mm -hmm. was in this situation. You know what? It was like in the back of my mind because as long as I was in Tulsa and my parents are almost 2,000 miles away from me, I really didn't have to deal with it because a lot of the healing, it has to, be, it has to take place between my, my stepfather and I. Um, my stepfather raised me. My parents have been married about 47 years. Hmm. Um, and it's like with my mother, there's this unconditional love. And my mom and I could disagree and not see the same page, but we have a better understanding of one another because she always come to Tulsa to visit throughout the years you know we've had some deep honest conversations and she's apologized to me but I didn't get to get that with my father because throughout their marriage there were breakups divorce now what that has to do with me because somebody may be like well that's between your parents every time my parents would break up just to be very transparent my mother would lean on me and there's times that we had to come together as a family unit uh, to survive <laughs> So in my mind, you know, there's a lot of, in my adulthood, while my children, while I was raising my children, and so I would get pulled into this, you know. I, okay. I, yeah. I know where you're going, you know, due to time, which I'm being reminded. <laughs> Again, so it's like, this needed to happen. Minutes. Yeah. So we're going to talk later. But, yeah. Yeah, but we got to talk. Yeah. Yeah, we got to talk, because dad, we have to talk. dad is, my parents said, you know, let's, let's be real, that thing. I mean, we anyone could perish at any time. We don't know. But mm -hmm. I'm saying my, my dad is 77. You know, I'm 50. My mom's 76, going to 77. You know, we want to get, make this right, you know, before anybody. You know what I mean? Don't well, none of us me, know. Based on what you know now, where you are, mm -hmm. we, let's move. Mm -hmm. Tell me what goals you have. Have you maybe goals you set in your back of your mind? Or what goals can we set or you set? I'm sorry, starting from this point. From this point, um, well, I'm not real, and I should know better. I'm, I'm terrible at 
um, and I'm good at setting goals, but I hadn't really defined any goals for myself. I do know how to set them. I can tell you one thing I've done to kind of give myself more self-care, and I don't know if you we could kind of see it as a goal, is I've removed myself from that situation. Um, I have, Fortunately, I have another place to stay where we can it can kind of diffuse the energy or you know all the frustration and so um that's one thing uh number two is um since i've been here just been able to just kind of pray and focus more and see where you know have more accountability for myself what could i have so. Okay, I'll help you with that. If you okay. want me to talk I do. to you, okay, I'll help you with how to define goals and set goals and um, and then how to make them reality and how to move forward in achieving them. Right. I can help you with. I can help you with that. We'll talk more off the podcast, but I'm, I thank you for being so transparent. Yeah. That you yes. I'm so happy you did that. Thank you. Now I know what the what I can uh, work with, and you're okay. on the right path. When you said you've, um, you sound like you've you've set already put in place some boundaries I by have. having your own place. Okay, mm-hmm. that's perfect. Mm-hmm. And think about the the negative stuff you just named. Let me wrap up and say this with you right quick. The mm-hmm. negative stuff that you named that may you sound negative really is positive because okay. how can a wound heal if it's not exposed? And yeah. it hurts sometimes. So you yeah. exposed some things a moment ago. And I know you have a lot more. We'll do that private. Okay. But let's, let's go ahead on and take the Band-Aid off that infection. Mm, that's good. Yes. Let's take the Band-Aid off. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, that's good. Okay. My t- Shay, 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 Shay. <laughs> Everybody, welcome, Shay. Let's read your question again. <laughs> Shay said, how does one work through those intimate moments in a romantic relationship after experiencing trauma in that area? In that area, experiencing trauma in that area. Mm-hmm. And since that is my really my area of expertise <laughs> and from a personal level, it is a personal journey. It is a personal journey. And I, tell me this first, Shay. I'm going to start off with the goal with you as well. What What's your goal? What What are you trying to, what do you want to accomplish with that, from that question? What What are you trying to achieve from you personally? Um, Understanding well, the question. Well, my goal is uh, to when I remarry to enjoy it. <laughs> but as you know, sometimes trauma does strip that privilege away from you, um, especially trauma in that area. Is you know you can have, especially if you suffer from PTSD, or you just it can put a nasty taste in your mouth when it comes to it. You know, some victims become promiscuous, others, you know, shut down and become isolated, you know? So um, I think it's important to know how you work around that. 
and learn to love that part of your life without linking it to, you know, the trauma. Okay, the first thing I'll say, okay, thank you, Lord. The first thing that just came to my mind is that, under, you know, knowledge is a game changer. Mm. And like I said, it's, it is your own personal journey. You know you know what I mean when I say that because mm. I had mine and mine is a little bit different than your sexual abuse. And it's just a matter of getting things in perspective and understanding that, number one, and feeling confident in this too, this is what I'm about to say. Number one, the sexual abuse happened to your body, not your spirit. Mm-hmm. You We believers on this channel. This is a faith-based channel podcast. So we can speak in this area. Now I'm going to move into spiritual counseling. Mm-hmm. You, as being a spirit being with a body and soul, sexual abuse happens to the body, but it affects the soul. Mm-hmm. But it literally, physically, literally, ha- blah, literally happens to the body, because there's one scripture that says, and I know Rhonda will send it to me in a minute, send it to you that talks about uh, sexual sin, and it talks about every sin is done, but mm-hmm. sexual sin is done with the body. You using your body un- unrighteously. So, right. with that being said, the sexual abuse happened to your body, not who you. Your body is not who you are. Mm-hmm. Your body is just an earth house, an earth suit. It, so your the shade, see what I see is not what I get. Mm-hmm. I see a shell. Who you are, I don't see who you are until you, till you start talking because that's spiritual and I get to know you like that. But your spirit woman was not touched. Right. She was affected. Mm-hmm. So understanding and coming to, one that's one aspect of um, understanding that I need to think about what happened to me. It happened in my soul. I need to re- I need to reframe and re uh, get new knowledge and 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 you know get different. You got to put different ideas in there because if you like me, stuff pop in your head when you're trying to be into. Um, mm-hmm. So you want to get rid of those right. thoughts and imaginations. Well, that's just, that's self healing. That's time with the Lord to, to replace that with something else. It's going to be 1 Corinthians 6.18, Shay. 1 Corinthians 6.18 is that scripture I was talking about earlier. So it's a process of work in Romans 12.12. 12. Don't conform to this world's well think, but be you transformed. So as your mind transforms, your emotions going to transform. That's why I like positive psychology and the GROW model because it emphasizes changing your mind. It emphasizes on changing the way you think. Your thinking controls your feelings. So whatever right. feelings you have is because of something you're thinking. So whatever that thinking is, that thinking process, that false narratives or that demonology or those or the fear, whatever. Fear is a, people say a feeling, but it's a thought. It is. Yes. Once you ask the Lord, what is what what thought am I having? Tell the Holy Spirit to make it clear. Ask the Holy Spirit to make it clear. What thought is, am I having every time this emotion comes up in this situation? And when we get ready to do this or that, or what when I get ready to do, what's happening? What thought is that? Mm. And then tackle that thought one thing at a time. You don't have to bombard yourself. The Bible is a basic instructions before leaving earth 
we don't have to we don't have to read the whole bible we need to get the instructions that we need out of it at that moment we might spend 10 years on one scripture i'm not i'm not just saying but um when it like like i said before my book is full of shame sexual abuse incest Mm -hmm. so i'm still and it, it happened i'm i'm not gonna say how live but I'm wrong. I'm wrong for real so and it happened when i was 13 12 and 13 carrying a child by my daddy so you know that and a lot of people on the first couple know that too so you know i had to it's still happening i'm still mm-hmm. having thoughts but i have to i have to <laughs> address those thoughts and do what philippians said think on those things and that here, think on those things that are good. Think on those things that are on good report. You, that might be sound difficult to do through trauma, but it's not. Right. And you, you're there. I know you. You're, 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 you're at that place. You just mm-hmm. walking through the steps and walking through the emotions, just like me. Mm-hmm. Just like I am. It's a <laughs> it happened years ago. Uh huh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because like I was talking about Janet Jackson earlier. I don't know her. I know about her. So having a real live intercourse relationship with the word of God mm-hmm. where it's alive and active like when a person like you that smokes cigarettes mm-hmm. smoking is alive and active in that person that's not just a word smoking right. is alive and active that's how the word of God got to be in every area of our life alive and active where it move us like the word smoke, smoking is just a word but a, to a smoker that's a that word is alive and active did that make sense mm-hmm. so that's yes, how yes. the word of god has to be to us and mm-hmm. practically speaking and that's how the lord he wants he wants that right he wants that he loves us he wants to do that it's not it's not hard mm-hmm. if it's hard it's we're making it hard right and they may be a hard a hard pill to swallow but when God said, I give humans dominion, that's what he meant. Dominion means leadership. Right. God told Adam to name all that. He didn't name them. That was the beginning of him uh, showing and making. Um, that no, was, that was uh-huh, yeah, establishing humans' position. Yeah. You won't name them. Yeah. Because, ooh, because as humans as we move in this earth realm we may not want to accept responsibility of our actions and the words we speak but life really is life and death really is in our tongues and the way we speak we speak stuff on ourselves good or bad and we really have to take time out to say help me with my speaking because in james he talks about uh, and when a man can tame his tongue, he can tame the whole man. It's, it, that's a, it's like a, he said, James said it's like a, a rudder on a ship. Control the whole ship, the tongue. Control the whole body, the whole, your life. I'm going to get that scripture in a minute. And I got seven minutes, Shay. <laughs> I don't want, like I say on every podcast, we're not gonna keep you on here all night. Cause mm-hmm. when I send the invitation, when I'm, well, when Rhonda, 
my producer, when she sent co-host producer slash everything to me, when, when she sent you a, 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 I don't want you to say she talks too long. She talked too much. I'm like, oh. So I'm, I'm going to get ready to wrap it up. And I, and thank you, Erica, Laura, and I, uh, Shay. You know, I call you Shay. I don't say your whole name. Thank <laughs> you so much. <laughs> and Rhonda, of course. Of yes. course. I don't know what I'd do without your expertise and love and time and everything else that she gives. I, I love me some Rhonda. Thank you for having us. No, thank you. No, 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 thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Twilight. <laughs> thank you. This concludes the <laughs> podcast, Trophy of Grace podcast, with all my wonderful guests. Thank you, ladies, again for participating. And if you're listening and you have any questions that you would like to have answered, you can email me personally and I'll or for the guests and I'll get the question to them at twila106 at gmail.com. I will be back next week with another amazing podcast. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye.